Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Kelly with Mission Tabernacle Outreach. We are so blessed you have decided to join us for today's podcast in the series Connection 21. We are still in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, beginning with verse 33. In this scripture, Jesus is still communicating with the Pharisees, the religious leaders of his day. He spent a lot of time trying to get them to see the truth of who he was. He is telling them that you either have to make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. The tree is known by his fruit. A single tree cannot bring forth good and corrupt fruit. The fruit Jesus bore brought forth good fruit. Lives were changed. The Pharisees brought forth corruption. They were always judging and condemning what they did not understand. Jesus called the Pharisees snakes in verse 34. He refers to them as a generation of vipers. He asked them how being evil they could speak good things. A person who is evil does not bring forth good fruit. When a person speaks it out of the abundance of their heart, It does not take long listening to a person to learn what their thoughts and actions are. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. The good man is being compared to the good tree. An evil man will bring forth evil out of the evil treasure of his heart. If a person claims to be righteous but they are not, it is considered an idle word. That person will have to give account of it in the day of judgment. There will be a great white throne judgment one day. The sins that have not been placed under the blood of Jesus will be revealed. In verse 37, it states that by your words you shall be justified and by your words you shall be condemned. This is why it is so important when we are saved to speak the words we are directed to in Romans 10, 9 and 10 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. A confession of anything other than Jesus and what he did at Calvary will lead you astray. There is only one God and one way to heaven. That is Jesus Christ and him crucified. The scribes were like the Pharisees. They shared the same doctrine. They began to speak addressing Jesus as master, which means teacher. They said we would see a sign from you. They could never seem to get enough. They had just watched Jesus completely heal a man's withered hand. They watched him heal the blind and cause the dumb to speak. They saw Jesus cast out demonic spirits and yet they still did not believe. Jesus responds to them by saying, An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and there shall be no sign given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonah. 
You cannot put your trust into anything or anyone other than Christ and expect to be saved. It does not happen that way. Like we said on the previous podcast, you cannot ride the fence with God. It is either all or nothing. Do you remember the story in the book of Jonah? Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Jesus was saying that he should be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. When Jesus died, he was buried for three days and three nights before his resurrection. His body lied still in the grave, but his spirit went to paradise and released the souls of the righteous to join him in heaven. Jonah was sent to the evil people of Nineveh. They listened to what Jonah had to say and every single person in that city was saved. Nineveh was a very influential city of the day. Jesus made the point that one greater than Jonah was there and they still would not listen. Once again, it angered the Pharisees. Sometimes it is hard to swallow being told how we are truly perceived by others. Maybe sometimes we should use it as a checkpoint and pay attention. Jonah was a prophet with a message. The Gentiles of Nineveh accepted him. The scribes and Pharisees were looking into the face of the Son of God. They had seen his miracles and heard his teachings. They were Jews, God's chosen people, and they still did not believe. It amazes me to see people who have been in church their whole life, and they question miracles. Jesus still does the same miracles of the Bible when we believe. In John 14, 12, Jesus said, He that believeth on me, the works that I shall do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. He pointed out that the Queen of the South, the Queen of Sheba, traveled a great distance to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Jesus was standing in front of them and still they would not hear and believe. One day everyone is going to believe in Christ, whether on this earth or in hell. I pray for you it is on this earth. Once in hell, it will be too late. Jesus tells them that when an unclean spirit leaves a man, he will walk through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. If he cannot find anywhere to occupy, he will return to the place he came out of. If that place is not filled with the Holy Spirit, then he will bring seven more spirits more evil than that one. They will enter and dwell there. The last state of that man will be worse than the first. Once a person makes the decision to turn their life around for Christ, it is important to stay connected, to communicate with him and always seek his presence in their life. Satan will look for every opportunity to take down a person who has rejected him. He is the Prince of Darkness. As Jesus was talking, his mother and brothers arrived. They wanted to speak with him. Someone approached Jesus and told him that they were standing outside and they wanted to speak with him. Jesus responded by saying, Who is my mother? And who are my brethren? Jesus was always making a point. He stretched forth his hand to his disciples and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. He was not being disrespectful to his family. He was making a point that whoever does the will of his Father in heaven 
is the same as his mother and brothers. Jesus chose to accept his followers into his own family. We have a choice if we want to accept his invitation. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Connection 21. We would love for you to join us each week by going to www.kingdomrock.org or by joining us at Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, or Amazon. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us and please continue to pray that God will open doors for us to go into the highways and byways and compel the people to come to Him. Thank you and have a blessed week.